0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to the glory room. I'm prophetess Lou. Hope you all are having a blessed day. Before we get started, we're going to pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you. Thank you for life, health, and strength. We thank you for loving us and taking care of us. Most of all, Father God, we thank you for saving our soul. Father God, we welcome the Holy Spirit into this podcast we ask the holy spirit to lead and guide us we ask the holy spirit to give us wisdom and understanding help us to apply this devotional to our lives father god bless us and keep us help us to be hearers and doers of your word bless the ones that are hearing it and bless the ones that are reading it in jesus mighty name amen so every sunday we have a new memory verse of the week And this week's memory verse is mark 16 and 15. he said to them give into the world and preach the gospel to every creature verse of the day john three and three Jesus answered him, truly, truly, I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Subject, showing true, genuine action. Christian truths, I'm going to say it and pause between each one to give you opportunity to say it if you like. I am truly free indeed. I am governed by God. I am holy. I am born again. So people have this idea that because they say they are Christian, that that sums it up. And to be honest, it doesn't. There's more to it than that. Some believe if I go to church, then I'm a Christian. And that's not true. We must understand that being a Christian is so much more deeper than this. I'm just saying it isn't enough, but we must believe in God. And some would say I do, but your action must say it too. And a lot of our actions don't. It says something so different and our actions look more like the world more than anything. So today we'll be discussing what makes someone a Christian. In our key verse today, it says this, Jesus answered him, Truly, truly, I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. That is the basis of being saved. Being born again means we have given our life to Christ and we have left our past and we are focused on pleasing God. It means we are seeking the kingdom of God. Mark 12 and 31, the second is this, You shall love your neighbor as yourself. There is no other commandment greater than this. Another way we know we are faithful Christians or believers is that by loving people and being compassionate, what happens? We forget to love. We forget that something Christ has told us to do. Love your neighbor as yourself. Do you do that? Do you allow the love that's inside of you to resonate on the outside? That's what Jesus did. He loved people so deeply that he wanted them to find healing, to have guidance and wanted that so badly for them to find God. Divine peace and a lot a lot of times that's all people want is peace have you heard the saying action speaks louder than words we have to make sure that what we do says i'm a believer that i'm not just saying it but what i do will match it and a lot of times we see people confess but they don't act like it they confess they, they they cuss they fight they get drunk they do everything other than being a beacon and when our heart isn't full of light and if our heart isn't in the right place, we can't be either. First John 3 and 18 says, little children, let us not love in word or talk, but in deed and in truth. It tells us here, not just in word or talk, but in indeed in our action, the truth we proclaim. What are you proclaiming? What are your deeds? Are you avoiding fights and misunderstandings? Are you going head first into the trouble? Are you the head of it all? We must be peace seekers, not people that will start a fight and hide their hand. No. Our hands must stay clean and our actions need to say, I'm not seeking what this world is offering, but I'm searching for a deeper, meaningful relationship with God. Faith is the biggest thing we must have when we are following Christ or being a believer because without it, we are standing on Christ. How how are we standing on Christ? How are we even living in the light of God if we have no faith in him? We must rest on him and rely on God. And when we rest, nothing can shake us and pull us from God resting our faith in him says to God that I know you you're here and I know that you're going to conquer everything for me. First Corinthians 16 and 13, be watchful, stand firm in the faith, act like men and be strong. When we are Christians, we let nothing pull us from the love of Christ. we let nothing come between us and God and friends. It can happen. It can. One day our focus can be on God and you have perfect peace. And because we allow things and people to come between us and take our mind off, feeding our soul, worshiping in prayer, we start losing interest. We start to pray less and read less. And sooner or later, we start wanting him less, than needing him less. Paul says it here, I'm convinced that nothing can separate us from God's love, neither death or life, neither angel nor demon. Neither our fears for today our worries about tomorrow. Not even the p- powers of hell can separate us from God. Love, no power in the sky above, in the earth below. Indeed, nothing in all creation will ever be able to separate us from the love of God that is revealed in Christ Jesus our Lord. Romans eight thirty eight 38-39 Today, if you say you are a Christian, walk like it, talk like it, behave like it don't just say you are your actions are very different than what you should be why i know is this that god is looking at the heart we can confess wherever we want but if our heart isn't there if true genuine emotions aren't there you aren't living for christ you're living for yourself prayer heavenly father help us to have desires to check to change our heart father god help us to lean on you and not our desires lord we ask you today to be with us help our actions to speak for us We give you all the praise, glory and honor. We thank you for every up and down of life. We thank you for your mercy and grace. We thank you for everything you have blessed us with. We ask you today to help us have a mind to please you and to be on fire for you. Lord, we are sorry if we have offended you or the Holy Spirit. We need you right now in Jesus' mighty name, amen. So the topic today is showing true, genuine actions. I'm gonna pause here for just a few seconds for us to grab a drink of water, or your bibles i'm gonna grab a sip of water okay so today's key verse says this john 3 and 3. jesus answered truly truly i say unto you unless one is born again he cannot see the kingdom of heaven um it's a verse that i want to do as a reference real quick I should have had this verse pulled up, but, um, I think it's in Revelations. I have done a reference to this. Okay. If you have your Bible, we're going to go real quick to this real quick. Um, sorry, my phone is going off with birthday wishes, um, Go to Revelations 21 real quick. If you don't have your Bible, it's okay. You don't we're not gonna stay there long. I just need to pair this up with this verse here. And like I said, I should have had this pulled up before I started, but it's okay. I don't take long to get to where I gotta go in the Bible. Okay. Okay, so revelation 21 8 um if you have time and i tell anyone if you're going to dive into revelation you need to make sure that you're um not that you're prayed up but that you're you're allowing the holy spirit to to help you understand this because revelation is a very heavy book and you don't want to just read it and just be done with it you want to take your time chapter by chapter unclothing everything making sure you get uh a great understanding of it because if you just read it and and how it is, you won't understand it because there's a lot of meanings and a lot of uh, reference to a lot of things. So you want to make sure you're prepared when you read it. But the verse we're going to concentrate on is Revelation 21 and 8. It says, But cowards, unbelievers, the corrupt, the murderers, the immoral, those who practice witchcraft, idol worships, and all liars say fate is in a fiery le- lake of burning sulfur. This is the second death. Another verse that I want us to look at in Revelations is um, Re- um, the 27th verse. It says this. Nothing evil will be allowed to enter, nor anyone who practices shameful idolatry, dishonesty, but those whose names are written in the Lamb book of life. He even goes to verse 15. The angel who talked to me held in. No, that's not it. Let's see go to 22 and 15 you should just look right over It this outside the city are the dogs the sorcerers the sexual immoral the murderers the idolaters, all who love to have all those who love to live a lie he tells us here that if you're sexual immoral if you're a liar if you're a coward if if you're not doing the right things of god you will not enter the kingdom of heaven so just because you confess that you're a christian if your heart is not in the right place if you're doing things that you shouldn't be doing you're not going into heaven because people believe that oh i am born again because i believe that god died on the cross for us because jesus died on the cross my sins that makes me a christian yes it makes you a christian but you would not enter if your heart is not in the right place Jesus is looking at our heart, people. He is looking at our heart, and it says it here, anyone that's immoral. Oh, idol idol, idol worshipers. Oh, was no such thing as idols. I don't worship idols. your phone. So when you're dating, your car, your house, those are your, those are your idols. So if you are doing anything like that, friend, let me tell you something. You're not getting it to heaven. It says it right there. So if you're living on the basis that because you gave your life to Christ when you was five or six and now that you're about 45, 50 years old, that you're still a Christian, but your action says something totally different. You're not going into heaven. You're not. Excuse me. The only pure and heart are getting into heaven. That's even me. If my heart is not right. If my actions doesn't speak genuine change, not getting into heaven. That means your pastor, your 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 your, your Mima, anyone that's not doing right will not go to heaven. And just because you attend church faithfully every Sunday, every program, you cook at the bake sale, you have fish fries, you you help with sponsoring uh, young kids to go to college, mm-mm, doesn't matter. If you're not getting there. What we have to understand that is more to being a Christian than just saying the words and singing our songs and, and putting tithes in the, in the offering pot. What we have to understand is our heart must say it too. And that's why the Holy spirit had meaning include that you must love your neighbor as yourself. If you are a person that is sitting here and you deliberately cannot stand an individual, and this person makes your, your bulb, your, your heart, your your blood bulb. It's It burns your grits. You need to change that. You need to put it before God. And yes, I'm not going to be really honest with you. Sometimes loving people is very hard. Because people make it hard. They do things and they say things and it, it, it makes us angry. But we must do what Jesus did he loved regardless even he loved the pharisees he loved the sadducees he loved them he even told them he said you look good he said you look good on the outside he said but the inside you are dead he always was trying to guide them and show them where they're losing at he loved them that much even if they hated him and they tried to pick up stones several times to stone him they plotted day and night to, to kill him, but he still was able to teach them and show them. He even said to them, whoa, what is you? Your, your insides are like dead. And that's what he's saying to us today. Your insides are dead. But we are too busy looking at, oh, what is she doing? Oh, what is he doing? Oh, he's not living right. No, 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 my friend. You got it wrong. We can't look at what other people are doing. We have to look at ourselves. That's the first thing we must do is look at ourselves. Am I loving my neighbor as a, myself? Is my actions showing that I'm a Christian, that I'm a believer, that I follow Christ? Can someone say, oh, that old prophetess Lou, you you, you know her? Yeah, I know Lou. She's a good woman of God. Or are they saying, oh, Lou? Oh, you're talking about the woman that just has the title as prophetess? Oh, no, 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 no. Not Lou. (laughs) Lou's not no Christian. You don't want people to say that about you. You want when people say your name, they attach, that's a woman of God. That's a man of God. And we don't want to be pretend either. Because the thing is that you can pretend all day in front of anyone. You can pretend all day that you're doing the right thing, but God knows your heart. I used to take violin, I took violin for seven years. And every day, every every Tuesday I went to um, my teacher's house and um, I um, would bring my violin and bow and I would play for her. She would give me a particular song, she would give me scales to go through and she would, say, she would tell me, you need to practice these, make sure you practice, well one week, it, it, I had a rough week and I didn't practice. And mind you, I, I drunk then. So I, I was drinking more than I was practicing. And so I was like, I could just easily, just kind of meddle and it kind of finesse it. And so I went up there and I'm having my bow. And I'm going, and I'm just, you know, I my eyes closed and I'm going through the scales. And so she stops me, she pats me on the shoulder. She said, like, you didn't study, did you? Because she knew me. She knew I studied every day. And I thought I could hide this from this woman, but this woman has been taking violin since she was like eight. So then she was in, you know, orchestra, you know, yada, 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 blah, blah, blah. So she knew I didn't practice, but I thought I played that well that I could hide it. And she looks at me and she says, pack your violin up. I said, excuse me. She said, take your violin and go home. She said, didn't practice. She says, so I'm going to give you the same thing to practice. And she said, I want you to come here and practice. She said, listen, this is your money you're throwing away. She said, not mine. She said, you're better than this. She said, you're hiding and thinking that I wouldn't know and I know. She said, I know you. And that's what God is saying. You think you're hiding your deeds behind this title, behind these actions that you're saying that this is who you are and it's not. Just like that violin teacher sniffed out that I didn't practice, God is sniffing us out. He sees who we are. So you could pretend all day that you're a righteous person, that you live a holy life, and that you don't do this and you don't do that, and you do everything behind closed doors. God sees you. So don't put on an act. You're wasting your time. Put away those deeds of the flesh and pick up holiness. That was First John 3 and 18 it says, Little children, let us not love in word or talk, but in deed and in truth. We must let our deeds be our truth, not let our deeds be falsehood. Okay. Another thing to being a Christian is having faith in God. We It is pointless to say you're a Christian if you don't believe in him. It's pointless to say that you're a Christian if you have no faith in him at all. Why are you here? Why is it because everybody else in the family is a Christian? No, faith is the biggest thing that we need to put on every day. We need to put on that. If I believe in Jesus Christ, that he died for my sins, that he rose the third day, that I am saved, that I believe that. And that I believe also that if I love my neighbor as myself, I'm following the commands of God and that I believe that he will help me every day, that he will rescue me for myself. Sometimes, sometimes all we need is rescuing from ourselves we don't re- need rescuing from anyone else but rescuing from ourselves and that's what i needed he saved me from myself because i was my biggest critic i was my biggest enemy we need to learn to surrender to him it says be watchful stand firm in the faith act like men, be strong be watchful be watchful of your adversary you might think even paul says this in one of his verses and i'm paraphrasing he said even the elite will fall he said even the people that knows more will fall so we need to be watchful of our actions we need to be cautious of the enemy coming to attack us that's why we must get up every morning and pray and say god show me what the enemy could be bringing at my doorstep I, I, I can remember praying several times. I would ask God, God, what am I going to face today? And he shows me. He immediately shows me what the enemy is going to do. And when it happens, I just sit there. I'm like, okay, I knew this was going to happen. Because what happens is the enemy is trying to pull us away. That's why it says be watchful, be strong. The only way, the only way to be strong is to pray. The only way to be strong is to read our word. The only way to be strong is stand under God. And a lot of us are standing on whiskey bottles. A lot of us are standing on the person that we're committing illicit acts with. A lot of people are standing on the nice cars and nice homes that they have. That's what they're standing on, or the nice lawn. Those lawns, those cars and house and people that you're, you're, you're putting so much faith in, is it going to get you nowhere? We must learn where our priority must be. Let's look at one of the verses today. Let's look at 1 John 3 and 9. 1 John 3 and 9. 1 John is almost closer to the back of the Bible. You don't want to go through it too fast. you just skip right over it. Just like I did. i just skip right over it. you got Revelations, going backwards, Revelations, Jude, 1 John, 1 John 3, 1 John 2, and we're looking at 1 John no, not First John 1, 2, and 3. First, I'm sorry, 1 John, you got, sorry, Revelations, Jude, 2nd, no, 3rd John, 2nd John, 1st John. Sorry, I said that wrong, but we're looking for 1 John 3 and 9. Okay, 1 John 3 and 9 says this, those who have been born into God's family do not make a practice of sinning because God's life is in them. So they keep on sinning. They can't keep on sinning because they are children of God. 1 John 3 and 9 says, No one born of God makes a practice of sinning. For God sees abides in him. And he cannot keep on sinning because he has been born of God. It says it here. Those who have been born in God's family do not practice sinning. If we're truly born again, we don't practice sinning. It says because they are children of God. So it says, number verse 10, so now... We can tell who are children of God and who are children of the devil. Anyone who does not live righteously, does not love other believers, does not belong to God. It says it here. Does not live righteously. So that disqualifies you to going to heaven. Because you are obviously not born again. You're not born again if you do not live righteously and you do not love other believers. I'm just gonna let I'm just gonna pause right here for a quick second. Because this the Holy Spirit just revealed it to us that you're disqualified if you're living unrighteous. Because it means you're not living the life that you're supposed to live. If you do not love others, you do not belong to God. That means you're not truly born again. So those of you that are walking around here, saying that you're a Christian and you're not living righteously and you do not love others. Do not belong to God. It says you belong to the devil. You're the children of the devil. The Holy Spirit wants us to understand this. And we got two more verses to go over and we probably won't get to them. I don't know. But the Holy Spirit brought this to my attention the other week about Christians walking around here not being Christians. They're they're Counterfeits. The thing is that we're all gonna die. We're all going to die one day. We're either going to go to heaven or hell. And you're gonna let someone stop you because you have so much hate for them. You're gonna let your actions, the drinking, the smoking, you're going to let those things stop you from going to heaven and spending eternity in the sulfur of a lake of fire there's a fire that keeps going it doesn't stop it doesn't say okay everybody's too hot let's make it cold down here for a few minutes everybody anyone need a drink of water hey bob do you need some water sally you need water no the fire keeps going it's a real thing people think this is a game but the word of god is not a game we must get serious about proclaiming the name of god and letting our actions be true and genuine Because we are gonna wake up one day, and we're not gonna be alive, and we're gonna be in hell or heaven, and we're gonna allow things that that doesn't listen. Isn't worth it. I'm telling you, a drink of whiskey, a, being drunk, isn't worth it. Hating someone isn't worth it. Isn't worth eternity away from God. Take today. Ask the Holy Spirit. Am I going? to, to heaven with the life that I'm living. And he probably either gonna say yes or no, he's gonna show you what you're doing that's keeping you from heaven, keeping you from developing relationship. If you're not growing in God, you need to start growing in God. We need to start connecting more with God every day to find out where we are, because you can be thinking that you're living a righteous life and you're living the complete opposite. Friends, please take this serious. Hope you all have a blessed day. Remember, Jesus loves you. I love you too. Be blessed. Thank you for listening.